Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. Could original sin be for real? Following Jesus should cost us everything. Jesus had to be tortured, beaten, crucified for my sins. That's unfair. If it hasn't, you're following the wrong Jesus. Well, welcome yeah. back, folks. Day yeah. two. It's it's May the 9th, Tuesday, and yeah. and we're back. What a great in, time yesterday. Oh, great conversation. Yeah. Really good. We're we're talking with Paul and Lizzie Reed, missionaries uh, to Eastern Europe, and they've served uh, in international Christian schools in in Russia. And most recently, they have served or are getting ready to serve in Budapest. Yeah. And currently, Paul is serving as a substitute teacher, probably the most daunting, scariest mission field of all. 100%. <laughs> What's been kind of some, some highlights of that, Paul, like of, of, the, of the subbing here at NCS? Absolutely the students. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Being able to work alongside the students, they have so much energy. They have so much heart. And uh, I, uh, <laughs> one of the students came up to me afterwards, after one of the classes, and he said, you're one of the best substitute teachers I've ever had. Oh, and I neat. was like, wow, praise God, because yeah. that's not me. <laughs> that's that's now, great. Well, it, it depends. Was, was that kid three years old or was yeah, that kid was 13 17 years old? Years old yeah. <laughs> uh, he was, uh, he's a teenager. Yeah. He's a teenager. Okay. Wow. We'll Congratulations. Give so I, uh, I was shocked. And I, I love I love working with the students. Good. You know, that's why we're in this. Yeah. I always wonder if he'll learn any new skills, though, especially when he did art and had kids for ceramics. I was hopeful, but I'm not sure. He might need some more one-to-one classes. I need some more. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of tutoring. Yeah, yeah. they, they, They put me into chemistry. And my goal for that class was let's not blow anything up. There you go. And, That's a good goal. And nothing goal. blew up. So okay. I, I took that as a win. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well done. Well done. Well, let's let's go back to your time in Russia. There, yeah. there was uh, an, a momentous event and a little over a year ago, February 24th. 2022, mm-hmm. the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And uh, I'm wondering what that moment was like. I mean, we we had been teased and, and had anticipated that there would be this action taken by the Russian government. They all but but queued it up. Um, but when the when the day actually happened, I'll never forget what it was like here to realize, OK, there is the possibility of real conflict here. We're part of the NATO alliance. There is a, an obligation to defend allies. Um, Ukraine making its its play to to join the NATO alliance. You can just see that. Wow, this this could queue up in a in a pretty negative direction. That was in the United States. What was it like for you living in Russia? So living in an unstable country, you know that you may not be able to stay there forever. And we both clearly knew that the door to Russia had been open for a time, but that it would not stay that way. And that was the attitude that missionaries had there. And I think that gave us extra zeal to steward well the time that we had. And 
there were warning signs in the years leading up to this that showed Russia heading in a new direction that wouldn't be favorable to foreigners and missions work. And especially in January last year, we'd begun making some contingency plans for leaving. As you said, there were teasers out there that something might be brewing. And so our missions organization had plans with us and others, but nobody expected anything on the scale that it actually did happen. So that was the surprising part to everyone. And it immediately meant that the situation was more volatile and unpredictable because it was bigger than we'd expected. And so we were told that we wouldn't be able to access our funds anymore because bank cards, foreign bank cards weren't being accepted. And we were unsure about the stability of communications outside of the country. So with our missions organization, organization with family and friends. And at that point, almost immediately, airlines began stopping flights and closing airspace. And so there was this feeling that we were being cut off. And that was one of the main concerns. Wow. And also, I think we realized that we would have to leave. And to have to leave people that you have served with and loved deeply in such a hurry is not the way that anyone wants to finish up a term on the field. And so that was probably the hardest part for us, having to leave in such a way that we didn't get to say goodbye to people, that there wasn't really closure. And so that evening we bought flights and packed our bags. On on the evening of February 24th? Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Wow. mm -hmm. We packed four suitcases and we left on the 26th on the penultimate flight to Europe. And that was surreal because the plane came to the gate, the cabin crew opened the door, and nobody got out. Wow. And I just thought, wow, nobody's getting out. This is so bizarre. And then, of course, the flight was packed full leaving back to Europe. Yeah. Was, that was that based on your experience. wanting to leave or were you asked to leave by your mission organization? So this is the benefit of being with the mission organization is that there's accountability there and it was really good. We had conversations with our team leaders in Russia. So we immediately, you know, had an emergency team meeting. We talked to them. We were in contact with our mission organization, in contact with churches and partners right away. And we, like Lizzie said, because there were signs already that things were changing in the country and you realize that you can't be in Russia forever, it it meant that we had some some ideas already. It didn't come as a complete surprise. But our mission organization, our churches, and, and the people that we're accountable to were telling us, this, this is a time you need to leave. And that actually really helped us make that decision. Ultimately, they said, you know, this is what we really feel like you should do. And, you know, we could have pushed back against that, I suppose, but Lizzie and I just through those people, through that accountability, through our mission organization, felt the, I guess, the peace to be able to say, this is God moving us on. And, And for now, we're going to have to leave. And so, yeah, it was a big, it was a big moment for us. And obviously years of investment, years of time spent with people. 
And now 48 hours later, we're leaving everything behind and, and making that trip back to Europe. And yeah, we were on the second to last flight to Europe. They, the next day, there was one more flight, and then they closed all airspace to, between wow. Russia and Europe. And there were even flights. There was a flight coming in from Europe to Russia the day we left that turned around midair and flew back. And they just told everyone at the airport, the flight's been canceled. So get your bags. There's no flight coming. And so we were just praying. <laughs> that the same <laughs> you know? wouldn't happen to you? Yeah, the same wow. thing wouldn't happen to us. It was, it was a stressful time. It was yeah. intense. It was a stressful time. You know, there was a run on the banks. There was no money in the ATMs. We had just enough money to give to our landlady an extra that month and an extra month's rent and kind to of entrusted lease. to honor our mm-hmm. lease and then wow. just entrusted the rest of our stuff to Russian friends who, you know, were able to give it away to people. So. Now, did did everyone within your community of, of believers, maybe everybody within the school, did they make it out on one of those flights? So within... Or are there nationals perhaps that are still in play? Within three days of of us leaving all the other international expats at the school had left. Okay. Yeah. But by that point, the flights were closed to Europe, so they had to go east. Wow. So within your community, I have to imagine there's a fair degree of connectedness to to individuals either that are refugees from Ukraine or have family uh, connections in Ukraine. Uh, and I would I would guess that some of those include your students. So kind of a two-part question, what was the impact of that moment like for your students? Um, and then are there degrees of connectedness, people that you know or know of that are, are in Ukraine or affected so deeply by the, by the war? The events scattered our school community around the world. And from an enrollment of about 130, there are now about 30 students left wow. in country. And those are Russian nationals, mostly. Nobody knew how long this would last, and everyone did hope that there might be a chance to go back. When everyone left, it was this hope that it was temporary. But as time went on, it became clear that that wouldn't be the case. And so... For us as a school, it was particularly challenging, as you would relate to. At the beginning of 2022, COVID policies were beginning to end. Mm -hmm. We could finally get some new staff in country who we'd been waiting for because borders had opened. And everyone was excited to return to more of a normal school schedule and school day and have field trips again. And so it was a huge disappointment to think that those things wouldn't happen. And having lived through a pandemic together overseas, the school community was really tight at that point because we'd all relied on each other for the past two years when we couldn't travel, couldn't go home to family and had deep relationships with families within the school. And so we definitely had helped students through isolation, loneliness and depression from COVID. And we were really concerned for how they would do dealing with this new situation and it definitely made the sudden loss of everything more difficult coming out of a pandemic for us and for everyone else in the school community so many of the students have had to start over in a new country some of them are back in the states 
And so they have new schools, new friends, new churches. And that's really tough. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, you, you always expect when you leave to go to the mission field overseas, you're leaving everything behind, right? You're leaving everything behind so you can go somewhere new and, and start. But you don't really expect to then have to leave everything behind on the mission field to go back to a place where you've already left everything behind and you're having to start over again. And for a lot of the students, it was it was rough. I mean, there were students who, I mean, coming out of Russia, going to other schools, were experiencing some pushback, some hostility, because they're like, oh, you're Russian, or oh, wow. you were in Russia. And so they were experiencing some of that pressure. And, I mean, you can imagine for a student how that would feel. I mean, there's already peer pressure on teenagers. And so those were hard moments. And then... These are students who were expecting to graduate with each other. And like Lizzie said, such a tight-knit community. And already there are those feelings, as I said last episode, of identity issues for a lot of missionary kids. So now they're asking those same questions in a totally different country. Who am I? What am I doing here? What's going to happen? What's this going to look like going forward? And you think about the educational side of everything. The education was so disrupted, already disrupted during COVID, and now completely disrupted. And the school, I just want to give a shout out to the the school as they really worked hard to provide even online opportunities to keep the kids together as much as possible around the world. We're talking about in time zones from uh, America to Asia to Europe. They were in 11 different time zones. 11 different time zones that the school worked to try to meet the needs of these students as much as possible. And Lizzie's done a great job, too, continuing to serve these students, uh, even from the States. Even after we left, we've still been involved with keeping in touch with students, uh, working on projects for them, being able to help with curriculum needs, even being able to do some discipleship with um, students and youth uh, who were in Russia or just had been scattered around the world. So, um, but obviously very, very difficult, impacted in ways that probably we, we don't even fully imagine. Oh, you never will. Never and, will. Uh, but uh, God knew before time began about February 24th. He knew God's in, God loves those kids more than you do, but um, I'm glad you did get to love them super well. You've been here about a year now um, back in, in the States, and uh, um, we know you've been subbing and uh, gave a little bit of uh, still working with the, uh, with the school. What's some other things that you guys have been doing um, since you've been back at, in the States? Well, yeah, go ahead. I've been working still with the school for curriculum provision mostly, And then I have an ACSI principal certificate, which I really want to retain. So I've been taking online courses that help me with renewal. And we've also really enjoyed getting involved with church life here and being involved with a small group and with middle school ministry. Mm. So that's been really good. Where have you been going to church, if I could ask? We've been going to Scottsdale Bible at the Cactus Campus. Okay. Yeah. Over there on 32nd Street and Cactus or 20, yeah. 28, yeah. Yeah, great community, great church. Uh, we've really felt loved and welcomed by them in just a really amazing way, too, that they've come around us and encouraged us, and that's been amazing. And also, just 
as a shout out that Lizzie is pregnant, as we mentioned last episode. So obviously, this has been an exciting change for our family. And we look forward to the baby coming in July. So also taking time to see doctors and get prepared for for that. Was there a moment where you thought you're going to stay here? Or have you always been, we're going back somewhere. We're we're going somewhere. Um, We spent all of last year really trying to work out what God had for us next and praying about it ourselves and asking for other people who've been involved with our work and who know us well to pray with us. And so we had a couple opportunities come up that we were praying through. And we also did think about staying in Phoenix. And it was also very tempting to stay in Phoenix. <laughs> because once you put down roots somewhere, yeah. you, you want to stay. But we really felt that God wanted us back in Europe in education with these missionary kids. And as we left Russia... Um, Joy Watson, a former head of school, told us, you know, God is not done with you yet in Christian education, in being overseas. And so it's the words of people like that that encouraged us to keep pursuing those opportunities. And so now you're you're headed back. Uh, do you have a departure date yet or a, a target? Will you be going back for the 23-24 school year? Yes. Oh, 24-25 school 24-25. Okay. Yeah. So next year... Um, because Lizzie will be having the baby this year, uh, we'll need the time to get everything we need for all the documents that we need, the vaccinations for the baby, um, to build the partnerships that we need to be able to go as a family of three. And so we told the school that we didn't think we were going to be able to come this year. So they said that's fine, and they want us to come next year. So that's specifically where we're going is we're going to International Christian School Budapest in Hungary, which is a sister school to the one we were working at in Russia Mm. and actually worked pretty closely alongside the school in Russia to be able to provide good opportunities for students to do music ministries there, to be able to do sports ministry there and and just have have those different opportunities even outside of Russia. So we'd make trips to ICSB sometimes, our school in Russia, and that's really where where we felt God was calling us to go. What positions will you hold when you're there? So they offered me the role of a chaplain at the school, and that fits with my background. So my background is I, I studied at ACU, actually, here in Phoenix. Oh, neat. For a couple of years, I studied youth ministry here, and then I transferred to Moody Bible Institute in Chicago and studied in, inter, let's see, intercultural ministries, and then got my MDiv. Um, and then from there, just really felt that desire to do pastoral work with teens. And so I love the teaching. I I'm am so grateful for the teaching opportunities here, being able to teach Bible classes. That's what I did in Russia. I taught Bible and uh, social studies classes there. And I was also interim chaplain at the school for a year. And so when they said, when International Christian School Budapest said, we feel like you'd be the right fit for our school, mm. and we want you to come be a chaplain at our school to us, 
you know, you asked if we were tempted to stay in Phoenix, but for us, that really felt like God calling us back to Europe to still continue working with these, uh, with these teenagers, with these kids. Wow. Yeah. So as we wrap up today, uh, just inc- another incredible conversation, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. As we wrap up today, I want to make plain uh, the appeal that we put in front of our community yesterday. Right. If, if you're a listener uh, to Kingdom Culture Conversations, you, you may be a family involved in Northwest Christian School or Frameworks or Northwest Christian School Online, or maybe you just found us uh, on the interweb, whatever the case may be. Uh, please understand this, that this vital work that you heard about yesterday and today takes place primarily because of the power of prayer and and the leading of God's Holy Spirit. But beyond that, it happens because of partnership. We have the opportunity as believers to to come alongside families like the Reeds to provide the, the practical means by which they can see the call of God fulfilled in their lives through through missions. And so that's a very fancy way of saying get to get the checkbook out. Get the checkbook yeah. out, folks. And yeah. send in some money. Yeah. For crying out loud. Yeah. Because the reeds are going to Budapest and you're not. And so let's get this thing going. That's right. So in the show notes we'll have a link to uh, an opportunity to give. If you swing by the school in the front office we'll have uh, some brochures that give you a little bit more information about the reeds. But shoot, yeah. let's go. Let's go. And you'll you'll still be subbing then until you until you go or is that I don't Absolutely. want to sign you in for a contract here, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. still planning I'm on ready. sticking around uh, here at the school. And Absolutely. It's on our heart to do as much ministry as we can while we're in Phoenix. Okay. We feel like God has us here for this time, for this season. And so yeah. we want to be involved as much as possible in any ways we can serve. Yeah. And so I, I love substitute teaching here at the school. It's a real wow. privilege. It's an honor to be able to just, I see it as a ministry, really, to be able to invest in the lives of these kids. And um, and also, just if anyone is interested, the school in Budapest also has a real heart for missions. Mm. And so great. the school accepted 40 Ukrainian students into the school who were refugees who are there. And these students need help financially as well. And so if God puts that on your heart, you can go to the school's website, International Christian School Budapest. You can look them up. You can go to the website and there's a page there where you can help sponsor and support one of these Ukrainian refugee students. And that was another reason that Lizzie and I, you know, some of these, there are Russian speaking students at the school. And we just really felt like this was God giving us an opportunity to use the experience uh, that we've had to be able to minister to the missionary community, to minister to these refugee students, and also just, yeah, this, the kids really need your prayers. And yeah. so please lift up the students in Russia still. Lift yeah. up the students in Hungary in prayer. Lift up the students in Ukraine yeah. in prayer because— they're victims right. of a of of this war that they did not want, and they're suffering. Many of them are suffering for it, and it's hard. So please just lift them up in prayer. And and if you have any interest in hearing more, we would love to meet with you. Again, I'll give out my email. So that's p read at world r e e d. So p at worldventure You can yeah. feel free to email me, reach out. 
Lizzie and I would love to to meet up with you to share more. And you can read more about us on our website as well, which is worldventure.org, and then just search for Paul and Lizzie Reed. So great. Oh, Paul, um, I keep saying .org, worldventure.com. Yeah. It'll be on the show notes. You can just click it. We'll have it, we'll have it correct on the on the show at this notes. point, Thank it, might, you. it might actually be cheaper just to buy the extension. Just to buy the .org. .org. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so great. Just thanks for answering yeah. the call and, and uh, so glad. Um, you guys are amazing. God crossed you your really paths are. with Northwest Christian and um, and just looking forward to seeing how God continues to use you both and, and all three of you um, in the future. Amen. Amen. Well, thank guys, you. thank you. God bless you. Yeah. And folks, thank you for listening to yeah. today's Kingdom Culture Conversations. Yeah, have a great day. Take care. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.